My fast food stories. I got fries at McDonald's, and I had like a, a shaker fries thing, but uh, they forgot to give me a packet to shake the fries in. So I used a random bag that I had in my car. So I, I put the fries in, put the shaker fries stuff in, and I shook it around, and the bottom of the bag broke. My whole entire car was covered in like shaker fries stuff and and McDonald's fries. But it, but it wasn't even just one shaker fries thing. I put two in. I literally put two of these shaker fry, fries things in and shook it, and it went everywhere. And there was another thing where uh, I went to KFC, and sometimes after I get KFC through the drive-thru, I sit in a parking spot and eat the KFC. I, uh, I just sit there reading my book, or listening to my book and uh, eating KFC. They didn't put any flavoring on my KFC chips, and only the drive-thru was open. So I got out of my car with my socks on, and I walked over to the drive through window, and I'm like, hey, hey, can, can, can I have some flavoring on these chips, please? I, I really like your chips, and I felt like such a git. And uh, there were, I think it was like 10 cents on the ground. I felt like even more of a git, but I picked up the 10 cents. So those are my fast food stories. Pretty lame, right? My one drunk stream. No, I remember that one time I streamed when I was drunk. I had like 50 viewers, which is more than I had normally at that point. And I tried doing a run of this, and I just fucking sucked. Played some online, I sucked at that too. Then I um, did some online gambling, I lost like 50 bucks, and then I was depressed, and I ended the stream. Kids ruining collectibles. Dude, I remember, it was the swimming carnival for my uh, school, and we took my mother's little pot of change that had like one and two cent coins, which were no longer valid currency, and endless 5 cent coins, 20 cent coins, 50 cent coins. And they had these Dragon Ball Z circular discs in packets of chips. So all day everyone was just buying as many packets of chips as possible to get these fucking Tarzo coins, whatever. We ran out of money so we started using the coins until we're sitting there with like 55 cent coins and various different other coins slamming them on the table of the canteen being like, can we have another packet of chips please? The people must have thought we were fucking crazy. This dude, he gave it to me, I think. Oh, like, a, a pretty rare one of these discs was the was orange ones. They had, like, an orange background instead of the normal stuff. But the one he had was orange, but a weird colored orange. And so he's like, oh, this is defective. You can take it. And so it was both a rare one and it was a misprint because presumably they were running out of ink at the end. And so they... It didn't get a full layer of the orange ink. Six months later, the guy was like, Dude, can I have that back? Like, that's, that's super rare. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I guess. And I looked in my backpack. And and so this, this disc had been rolling around in my backpack for like six months. And I brought it out and it was just decimated. Like, it must have been hit by my pencils and my rulers and shit like 10,000 times. And he was like, Dude, you're fucking broken. I'm like, I don't know, man. You gave it to me. I, don't, I, I didn't fucking know it was... As kids, you just don't value stuff. There's multiple videos out there where adults go and take their like Yu-Gi-Oh card collections or Pokemon card collections to get them appraised. The collectors are like, oh yeah, if this was in perfect condition, this would be worth like a hundred bucks. But as you can see, like, you know, you had an elastic band around your cards. No sleeves. Um, this is beat the fuck. Uh, so this is worth nothing. I'll give you ten cents for it. When I was a small streamer, what would I do after I ended stream? 
Dark Fiber, how much time do you spend making your stream good compared to actually streaming? Thank you for the implication that my stream is good. When I was a new streamer, every time I turn off my stream, I will be like, how can I make my stream better? Where can I advertise myself? That's all I thought about. I would look up different websites and anything for any small tip that I could utilize. I would look at my layout and I'd think, what, what could I do to make it better? I would listen to my stream, listen to the audio and go, how can I make the audio better? Should I tinker with EQ a bit more? What, what am I doing wrong here? I don't do that as much now because I spend so much time editing. I'm pretty convinced that the best thing I can do for my stream right now is growing my YouTube channel and making consistent content for that. I'm a person who likes to feel productive. And so whenever the stream was off or I wasn't, well, it wasn't streaming, I would always try to be thinking about like, what's the next thing that I can do? What, what can I be tinkering with? What can I improve? Can I update my links, my notes, my bot, whatever? I have less time for that stuff now because I, I spend so much time editing. Stream is good, but you need some work in the jokes department. I find myself fucking hilarious, okay? Elevator small talk. Do you make small talk in the elevator? I'm not a, I'm not a monster. Stalin, Hitler, people make com conversations, uh, small talk in elevators. Uh, these are the true horrors that have been produced by, uh, by humankind. Do I pick up women in bars? I don't go to bars. Well, uh, you know, back in the day I went to bars, but even then I didn't approach women. I'm, I'm just not, I've never been that comfortable with myself. I've never really seen myself as a person that other people should want to be with. I've always had my own issues. I've never felt physically appealing. In insecure, you could say. And for this reason, like, I could be approached, or I could get to know a person, and then maybe... I was talking about Stacy before, my first girlfriend, the, the, the Wiccan chick or whatever. She approached me. I did the online dating thing for a while, and that, that was more comfortable. At least there, you talk to a person for a bit, and I mean, if they're talking to you, they're at least somewhat interested in you, you know? I also never saw myself as a person. Well, I'm a reptile, so that's that's a part of the reason I never saw myself as a person. My ideal afterlife. My ideal afterlife would be like, I get teleported to some region, it's like a room, and there's a book. And I can read that book to my heart's content, and in that book is any bit of information I want. Like, hey yo, how many times did I say the word and throughout my entire life? And it would give me the answer. And that's what I would just read that for as long as I wanted, and then I could just walk out of the door and cease to exist. Something like that. I suppose outside of like, I don't know, just some reality where like, I'm just very satisfied or content or something. Wasn't that like on Family Guy? Not that I'm aware of. I've been seeing that for like, years and years. If they had that on Family Guy, I'm assuming they stole it from me. <laughs> it's not that creative of a concept. Because everyone out there has their unanswered questions that they really wish could be answered. People in general don't like ambiguity, right? They, they want the answer. The black and white, no-nonsense, 100% correct answer, if, if it's at all possible. Do Australians say shrimp or prawns? Can you say prawn? What's significant about prawn? Do we actually say shrimp, though? I don't even know if we do that. Yeah, there was that advertising campaign where they said shrimp on the barbie, but do we actually say it? My, my mother and father have always said prawns. For the longest time, I thought prawns and shrimp were different things. Yeah, no Aussie says shrimp, exactly. How we tell if a person's Aussie or pretending to be Aussie? Like, we, we walk up to this person who's pretending to be Aussie, and we're like, do we say prawns or shrimp? And they say, uh, shrimp, and we know they're pretending to be Aussie. You see? Because only foreigners think Australians say shrimp. I was in the uh, Australian equivalent of the FIB, so, you know, I, I know these 
interrogation tactics. Mandatory KFC. I feel all stuffed because I had KFC. I had KFC because I went to the post office. It's a rule in Australia, if you, uh, if you go to the post office, you have to go to KFC. It's actually the law. It passed by a slim margin five years ago. My apparently strange kebab practices. I remember I used to go get kebabs and I'd be like, just lettuce. And they're like, what? You just want lettuce on your kebab. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want any tomato. I don't want any onion. And they're like, oh, give me that weird look. Just because I don't like tomato or onion doesn't mean I'm a lesser human being. The kebab place I go to, well, I used to go to, required that you paid more money for cheese. I'm like, that's just fucking stupid. You give as much onion and, and lettuce and tomato as you want, but you want one fucking grain of cheese and it's like thousand dollars. It's like, what? If I'm not eating your tomato, I'm not eating your onion, the same cost would be in the cheese, right? So just give me the cheese. Cheese is marginally more expensive than onions and tomatoes. Combined? I guess. KFC in America versus Australia. I watched a video yesterday talking about KFC in America. And coincidentally, I saw a picture of a, a sandwich that someone got at KFC. And now I understand why people in America think KFC is shit. That, that is not the KFC in my country. Even just simple things, I have never walked into a KFC that wasn't fucking spotless. In America, the KFC has the, the highest rating of, uh, uh, well, it, it's got the, the most dirty stores uh, when like a random hundred stores were examined or some shit like that. They have a success on orders of like 88%. Like I've never had KFC get an order wrong. Like the guy who was describing KFC was like, you have to like immediately wash your hands after having KFC because you, your hands would be covered in grease. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Strange. Being fired versus quitting. Better be tired than fired. Yeah, guys, don't fire me. Please let me continue to stream. It's interesting though, I mean, uh, viewers do kind of fire streamers when they lose interest and then you're kind of fired without anyone really telling you, the f telling you that you're fired, you know? You just fade away. Can you imagine that, uh, that's how you get fired from a, a normal job? You just get less and less work, less and less people pay attention to you until eventually you're doing nothing and no one acknowledges your existence and you just leave. Better to be fired than quit. Nah, man, it's, it's better to quit than be fired. Because having a firing on your employment history doesn't look as good as, uh, you know, you just quitting. Like, a lot of places will, uh, as an act of courtesy, tell you that you're going to be fired, and they'll give you, like, two weeks to quit. It's like, hey, so we're going to fire you. But, uh, there's no real malice here. If you want to quit, feel free. Of course, depending upon your circumstances, it is not always better to... Actually, that's probably what you're talking about, isn't it? Because you don't get unemployment immediately if you quit in some countries. I was wrong. My viewer was right. Lord, there was this one time where a person came into my chat and was watching, was being a bit of a dick, and then they said, why don't you go in to the beginning of complications from the side? I think that'd be faster. And I was like, nah, it's not faster. What are you, what are you, you, you come into my chat? I've been playing this game for 4,000 hours. You don't think... I've tried going in from the side on complications. Come on now. You'd have to get out of the car, run over. Pfft, of course that's slow. And then like two hours later, I'm like, have I actually ever tried that? And I tried them and it was faster because it skipped some dialogue. 
It starts the cutscene earlier. I was just like, oh shit. And so I sent the person a message going, I'm really sorry about being mean. Because I was having a very bad day. Like, I probably would have sent a message apologizing even if the strat hadn't have been a thing. But it made it even more embarrassing. Every time I, I snap at a person for suggesting something that I've already tried or that I already know, I think to myself, fuck, I'm just doing the same goddamn thing again. Because I want people to suggest stuff. My ideal GTA roleplay character. What character would I be on GTA RP? I'd be a disgruntled ex, ex rockstar employee who was very critical of the game and the way that the company had gone and was constantly complained about that. I'd be drunk all the time, just like, they never brought out single player DLC. Why? Government supporting those in bad circumstances. I just don't agree that we have to pay and support people who make bad decisions doing drugs. Take any drug addicts. Do you believe that if they were born in different circumstances or different genetics that they would have made the same choices? Probably not. I can, I can, I can only ask that people be treated the same way that I want to be treated, kind of thing. If I happen to be born into circumstances that led me down a path of bad decisions, you could say, where I end up getting addicted to some kind of a drug, I would hope in those situations that there would be services available to me that I could improve my life. That I'm, I'm fortunate that I haven't been put in those circumstances to lead me down such a path. But if I was in those circumstances, I of course would want such services to exist. And I imagine you would as well. To then say, well, I'm not in those circumstances, so fuck those people that are. It's just hypocritical. I don't like being a hypocrite. We all make bad decisions in life. It's just sometimes we get punished for those circumstances. Think of every person who had unprotected sex when they were younger. Some of those people just happened to get pregnant. Some of those people just happened to get diseases and die early. The, the act, the bad decision is the same. But some people get unlucky and those bad decisions snowball into ruining their lives. Think of all the people, think, think of, here's a good example, think of Barack Obama. He smoked weed in college. He became president of the United States. There are tons of people who smoke weed in college, got caught, got strikes on their record and fucked up their entire life. It's like, we should not have to support those people who made those bad decisions. But it's not the bad decisions that ultimately sunk them. It was making a bad decision and it having grander um, complications. Think, think of every bad decision you've ever made where you weren't coarse or you recognize that there could have been great repercussions for what you've done, but they're worse. Not, not because you, uh, you controlled the outcome, it's just because, you know, just, just so happened that the environment wasn't in that way to, to have those consequences occur. We don't all have a, a, a loving family or good role models or um, opportunities in life or, or the, the biology for, for prosperity or success in, in society. It sucks. Life's unfair. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we can't increase fairness. My favorite One Punch Man webcomic scene. I've got this thing stuck in my head. It's a scene from One Punch Man. It's his own standalone funny scene. So it won't spoil the show for anyone. Do you want to hear it? Okay. So basically, King in the show is this guy who everyone believes is the strongest fighter in the world. But actually, he has no powers at all. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time to take credit for a bunch of other deeds done by usually Saitama, the main character. So at every turn, 
they're like, oh, King, you will save us. And King's like, oh, shit, I can't do anything. But he's just really, really lucky. The joke is, when you make a character and you put all stats into luck, and that's King. And there's a scene where Tomic Samurai, he's meant to be like the fifth strongest hero. He is in a bar with King. And Tomic Samurai is like, I want to fight you. Come outside. King's like, oh, no, we don't, I don't think we need to fight. And Tomic Samurai says, no, 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 we need to fight. Come on outside. And, um... King's freaking out, like, because he's just a normal dude. He's an otaku or whatever. What's it called? The the niece or whatever. The, the guy who just sits at home and plays video games all day. Uh, he, he eventually talks his way out of uh, fighting Atomic Samurai. And he's walking off. And Atomic Samurai is like, wait, before you leave, I've always had the ability to judge a person based on how they swing their sword. So I want you to take this katana and... Cut the apple, cut this apple, and I will judge you. And uh, King's like, oh, you know, I'm just an amateur. I'm just no, 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 no. Please, please, King, I respect you a lot. Please cut this apple. And so King kneels down and he holds the katana to his side for a minute, for two minutes, for three minutes. And you hear internally in King's mind, he's like, I can't draw the sword. I can't even draw the sword. Even holding it like this is the most painful thing. I'm just gonna stand up and walk away and hope he doesn't follow me. And then he leaves and. Atomic Samurai is sta staying there, he's sweating, and inside he's like, I didn't even see him swing swing the sword. He was so fast that the apple doesn't even realize that it's been cut. <laughs> he he is on another level. I I am I am he calls himself a novice? Who am I? <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> and and like, internally he's like his his vision of himself is shattered. He just he thinks he's nothing. And he's like, I must train to be stronger. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't wait until this stuff's animated, but it was just so funny. The dumbest thing I've done on stream. What's the dumbest thing I've done on stream? Probably be that time where I went to post something to Reddit, and uh, it showed all the subreddits that uh, I've subscribed to, and they were pornographic ones. People are like, Matt, you can't show that on stream. I'm like, what? What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Try to think of something else. That's what, that's what always comes to mind when I think of... I mean, I've shown my address like six or seven times. <laughs> Half of them when I was getting pizza. My parents' divorce. Being divorced isn't always a bad thing. For example, my mom seems the same, but ever since they split, my dad has been super invested in my brother and sister. Uh, and taking time off work for them trying to build a better, build a relationship he never had time to when he was constantly working. I don't think my mother and father would have ever reconciled the differences had they stayed together. They were probably better off separated. But in terms of uh, me and my sister, we probably suffered for it. As well as financially. Certainly financially. Um, as a collective, my mother and father suffered for it. Because the when you live separately, the expenses just... Uh, increase massively. At the end of the day though, there's more to life than finances. I don't see my mother and father, either of them, as being very happy with where they've ended up in life. My father has never been in another relationship. My mother has been in a handful of others. But um, they've all failed for various different reasons and I haven't really been a, f a fan of uh, any of the people she's dated. And each relationship has ultimately left her, I would say, more worse off than before. In terms of becoming more jaded and, uh, and and what have you, but at no time in my life have I ever thought my parents didn't love me or that they weren't willing to uh, to help me or what have you. So, to my dying breath, I will say having loving parents who are divorced is far better than having married parents who are not particularly loving. 
parents who resent their children or or maybe you have two parents who ultimately hate each other but stay together because they don't want to bother looking for someone new a marriage of convenience it, like certainly in general having non-divorced parents is uh is certainly correlated with uh better outcomes for children but it's a it's a tendency not an all-encompassing fact you know you can guarantee you there are other factors that could be present in a divorced family that would lead to um better outcomes for kids than uh, the worser of uh, married families. My parents are divorced and extremely good friends. That's probably the best outcome. The, what would really suck is parents who fought over their kids. I saw this picture, then this, this gift today. No, it was yesterday. Where uh, looks like uh, an Asian couple. And they were both reaching out going, uh, give me a hug, give me a hug to their little child. And the child ultimately had to pick which parent it was going to. The child starts to walk up to one of them, gets confused, turns away, spins in a circle, goes back, has another go at it. And it goes, about to go to his mother, and last minute goes to the father. And the look of the feet on the mother, just, ah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the gift, it was on Reddit. But, uh, and I don't know if it's true, but the top comment was like, little did that child know that it was picking the, the parents are getting divorced, and it, it would never see the other parent again. And I was just like, wow, that's dark. Definitely not true. But, uh, like, you see it in movies. And maybe on Judge Judy or something, where, like, a dog picks its owner by the one that it runs to. But I have a hard time thinking that uh, any family court would be like, okay, toddler. Pick your parents and just letting it go. <laughs>